Hi guys, welcome to the Second Wife Life podcast. This is Melissa. And I'm Shay. And we are college best friends who are living 3,000 miles away, but we share a very similar story. So join us in our journey as first-time wives, automatic mamas, and navigating through this beautiful life. All right. Well, everybody, uh, welcome to our first episode of the Second Wife Life podcast. Uh, as you know, our names are Shay and Melissa, and our whole journey through becoming uh, bonus moms and what we have encountered through our experiences that we wanted to share with you guys and hope that you guys can learn from us and we can learn from you. And a little bit of backstory on Melissa and I, we actually met in college. So, and that was, oh gosh, how many years was that? that was like 10 years ago. At least. Yeah. Oh, no, it was 2000, not you were spring 2009, right? Yeah. Yeah. So it's been like 11 years. It's been crazy. So Melissa and I met in our sorority. We were tridelts. So shout out to any other tridelts out there. Um, and yeah, Melissa, like she said, she rushed uh, her, we both rushed our freshman year, but she rushed in the fall and I rushed in the spring. And then we graduated together in 2012. So and crazy. then it's so crazy. I, it's, it's weird to even like think back on this. We both started working for Abercrombie and Fitch together. Um, and then on top of that, during that time of us working at Abercrombie and Fitch is when our bonus sons, E and O were born in 2013. That always trips me out thinking about like what we were doing with our lives at that time versus like what our like now husbands were doing at that time. And like, they're just so different. Like when we were working for Abercrombie, we were like, you know, having a lot of fun. I remember when I moved up to San Luis Obispo, you'd come up and visit and we'd go bar hopping up there. And I mean, even when we were both in like the same district and we would go out with all the other managers. Meanwhile, our now husbands were like at home with babies. Totally. It's like so weird to like think back on it and just like think of the different places we were in life at that same exact moment. And then full circle, here we are now. I know it's so crazy to think like there's times when, you know, like my husband will talk about like O's first birthday and I'm like, oh, I remember that year. Like that was a good one. (laughs) Totally. We should probably tell everyone that we are not releasing the names of our sons. We're just doing first initials for safety reasons. (laughs) So if you hear E and O, those are their names as of now. Um, but just for security reasons and safety reasons, we've decided not to disclose their full names. Um, but yeah, what's other, what's also crazy with our journey too, is our boys were born like two weeks apart. So they're the exact same age, which is even more crazy, but so much more of it like aligns than we like realized. It really does. And I, I think that's why I can, I know Melissa, I, I don't want to speak for you, but I feel like you agree with me on this is that not only have we been such good friends since college and Mm -hmm. have maintained such a great friendship, but having the same situation be put into our lives, we've grown even closer with that. And like having that person by your side going through very similar situations that you're going through is like the best thing you could ever have. (laughs) Oh, 100% because like you don't realize like 
it's hard to talk to other people about this situation unless you know someone who's in it or who has gone through it because it's such a different relationship dynamic than like just dating someone who doesn't have any kids, you know, like there's all that additional like baggage, so to speak. Um, and for me, cause I started dating my husband a about like, what was it like a few months, almost a year before you started dating yours. So even yeah. then you kind of had like, uh, an idea of like what it could be like, you know, when I was talking to you about things and explaining like my frustrations and not understanding certain things, like you like held it down for me then. And so it was just funny when you were like, okay, wait, guess what? This guy just started seeing. He- wait, Melissa, give me all that same advice I just gave you. <laughs> yeah. Can you just screenshot it and send it back to me? <laughs> yeah, totally. And what's so funny too- so much. Totally. And I know like this is for anyone listening. We hope you're listening, but that's what we want to be for you guys is what Melissa and I have been for each other. And being a step parent or bonus parent isn't easy. And Melissa and I also want to erase the stigma of step parent. Like we we're moms. Like that's what we are. We are moms, Mm -hmm. whether it has the step in front of it. I feel like society tends to shame the step mentality and Mm -hmm. it makes it more I don't know hard to look or people have these preconceived notions of step quote-unquote and we want to break that barrier we are not just step parents we are bonus moms we are moms we are a parent at the end of the day for sure. And it's hard because like, for me, like we get it when I go into the administration office at O school, you know, to like drop something off or to pick something up. And the lady in the front, like she's, he's been at this school for three years now. She'll see me in the office and she'll be like, oh, can you give this to dad? And it's like, excuse me, like it's my signature on everything. It's like my handwriting on yeah. everything. You see me more than you see dad. Like just because I'm not like a biological parent, like why am I getting, Oh, give this to dad. Getting pushed to the side. Absolutely. And like with like our situation, it's a little different because like we have sole custody of him, you know? So even though I'm not birth mom, like I am mom, you know, that's all he's known for the last four years. Absolutely. Um, And we should actually, let's get into that. Let's talk. Yeah. Let's talk about, like your journey. Let's start with you. Let's talk about your journey. I remember when you met Colby, it was right after I came to visit. Oh my gosh. Yes. It was like three weeks after. Yeah. You had just moved to Hawaii. Um, I had just come to visit for 4th of July. And like, like you said, two, three weeks later, you had met Colby. So let's get into that. (laughs) Yeah. So it was crazy. Like going in, like I knew that he had a son, but I didn't know like what the situation was. Was it, you know, 50 50 like I didn't know any of that and really at that time because I just moved out here moved into a house with like awesome roommates but they were all leaving like their jobs were relocating went back to the mainland and that sucked like I finally found like my group here we had been living together for like five months at that point you know it was fun it was a good group of people it was so much fun they were so fun um we're all still in contact to this day you know so it's really cool like you know, four years after they've moved, like we're still 
we had still talk um, from time to time. But yeah, I was really bummed that they were leaving. So I was just like wanting to like meet new people, wanting to make friends and start like integrating myself into a new friend group before my roommates left. So that way I didn't really have like that transition of like, oh man, I'm alone out here now phase. Um, and with my job, I couldn't like socialize with anyone that I worked with because I was at like the top of the chain, so to speak. And I couldn't hang out with anyone who reported to me. Yeah. So, Abercrombie had that strict fraternization rule. Yeah. So like that was hard, especially because all I knew on the mainland was, you know, being an assistant manager and even a store manager, you still had other people that you could hang out with. But as a general manager, like there was no one, it was just you, um, so yeah, when Colby and I met, I knew, um, and it didn't bother me, which is weird because like, I do not like kids. <laughs> I remember um, when you first, like, not to interrupt, but I remember you were like, I don't know what to do. Like, yeah, I don't know what to do. <laughs> what do you do with a kid? Like, how do they work? I don't, I don't understand them. Like, you know, I never really wanted any kids, like even of my own, like if it happened, cool. But I wasn't one of those girls who was like, I want to be a mom, you know, that like wasn't my thing. Um, So it was just kind of ironic that the person I met and ended up falling in love with um, had a son, like meeting, uh, like he was so cool. He had just turned three. and he was awesome, like so cool. We did things that like we probably shouldn't with a kid, like certain hikes we were doing. We were going to the beach all the time. And I never felt like we had a child in tow. Um, he he was just like Colby's best friend who was always with us when we did things. And he's a very go with the flow kid. Like I, I've been lucky enough to meet him. And he is, he just goes with the flow. He's not very like particular about like, what's going on in that moment he's just like okay let's go yeah he just wants to hang out and be part of it and I really think that that's why Colby and I were able to work and like why this dynamic was able to work um if it was like probably like any other situation where it wasn't oh like I don't think it would have worked um and it also helped for me too um that Colby does have full custody, you know, so like I didn't have to, you know, worry about like his birth mom or anything like that. I mean, obviously it's still something that like you do worry about, um, but it wasn't something like, you know, Shay, I've told you, like, I don't think I could have done it if I was in your situation, like always having her like there and present and like I would almost feel like any work that I was doing was being taken away or, you know, I I don't think- would have been able to yeah totally it's it is hard and that I mean that's something we'll get into on another episode is Melissa and her husband have full custody of O my husband and I have 50 50 custody with E and it's it can get challenging for sure and everybody has different experiences where they get along with the you know bio mom or the ex-wife or they don't and in our case it's half and half and same with you it's like half we have our good moments we have our, our bad moments some mm-hmm. lean more towards the other <laughs> at times, but yeah, it's, and that's what I think I hope that we can do for everybody, especially because you have full custody and I have 50, 50. And so we can <laughs> find different. <laughs> Hello dog. Is that Rosie? That's Rosie. <laughs> Hi Rosie. 
Um, I hope that we could shed light on both scenarios. I mean, yeah. we've, we've had a lot of very similar situations that we've talked about, but everyone's situation is different. And I hope that we mm-hmm. can both shed those lights. Definitely. And I think, you know, just going back to like us meeting, um, it sounds so silly, but I feel like things happen at the right times and like certain people and events like happen in your life and people are brought into your life at different times. And it was, I don't know. I feel like I'm just rambling at this point. Um, No, you're not. (laughs) But it was... (laughs) It was something that I was not expecting whatsoever. Like I was literally just trying to make new friends and I like ended up like meeting my husband out of it. Um, And the situation is so different than what I ever could have imagined for myself. Like I was, when I first told people that I am dating someone with a son, they were like, wait, you, like, you don't like kids. (laughs) Um, so it's definitely been something that has like made me grow up and it's also made me realize like what I'm actually capable of. Totally. It's being a bonus parent is it's a struggle and it's, it's hard work and you have to really love your spouse and love the child in order to, you know, make it work because I feel like a lot of times we get pushed to the side because we aren't the biological parent, but at the end of the day, you and I've had this conversation multiple times is we love them as our own. We yeah, don't call to. them our, yeah, we don't call them our stepchildren. I introduce E as my son. I call him my son because at the mm-hmm. end of the day, he is my son. We are a family and you do the same thing with O. And I just lost my train of thought. There's something else I was going to say. <laughs> oh, well, um, but, but that's, you know, I feel like that's, I mean, that's our journey and that's, it, it sheds. Oh, I know what I was gonna say is it does take a certain type of person to be mm-hmm. a bonus parent. Not everyone is cut out for it. And that is so important. And like, you are not just dating, you know, your significant other, like you are in a relationship, so to speak with the child or children that are involved. And if you cannot treat them as your own, no matter how much you care for your partner, like it will never work work. or it'll work temporarily and it'll end not so great. And then you'll just be dragging that kid or the children. If there's multiple, you know, through another, you know, like traumatic event. And you need to step back and really think like there were times for me where, I mean, I remember texting you like, Shay, like, I don't know if I can do this. Like, this is what happened. And I don't know, like, I love them both so much, but this is so hard. You Absolutely. Know? And there's going to be a lot. About it, and then, then it all comes back and then it feels better. But if you're having any of those doubts, like you really need to sit and think about it and like, go see a therapist, like go talk to someone and see if like, you're really cut out for this. Like, are your feelings normal? You know, we all have doubts, even if you are a biological parent, you know, like, oh man, I just had a baby. Like, can I actually do this? You know, those thoughts are different than I love my partner, but I don't love my kid. And like, that's where you need to really like weigh out your feelings. Totally. And it's okay to say this isn't for me. 1000%. Mm-hmm. It's totally okay with that because at the end of the day, you're going to start caring for a child that could potentially be your own. If you, know, if you marry that person 
And you got to be ready to step up to the plate. You got to be ready to do all that. And that is something that you have to think about at the start of the relationship. Are you ready for it? Are you capable? Because it, when you get married, well, not even when you get married, but when, even when you start dating someone with a kid, you are already an automatic parent. Like it's just bam, you're in it and go like tie those shoes. You're running. This is it. Yeah. And, yeah. It, and you have to decide early on if you think you are capable of handling it, handling it or not. And like you just said, there's been times where you've texted me. There's been times where I've texted you because situations arise and it's like, whoa, in your face, can I do this? Can I not? And it just, it, it takes a certain type of person to say, yes, I can do this. Yeah. And it's okay to have those feelings, like have them. Don't yes. have them. Have um, them. So now that we went over um, a little bit of mine and Colby's story, we can go to you and Dave now. Yeah. So Dave and I, like you said earlier, we met about, uh, about a year, maybe a little less than a year after you and Colby. And we met, surprise, well, you too, online. <laughs> we're, we're online success stories. Um Bumble. <laughs> on Bumble. Yes. Good old Bumble. We are Bumble success stories to anyone out there that is not so sure about Bumble. It works. Um, but I remember it's kind of a funny story and I know I've told you this story before, but I always laugh at it when I saw Dave's profile and I liked it. I read his bio and the way I remember it saying is like father to, um, a boy and then something about a dog. So I read it as father to like a boy dog. And I was like, Oh, cute. He calls his dog, his son. Like, that's awesome. I'm a big dog lover too. I call my dog, my child, you know, this is great. And I didn't really read it thoroughly. So I remember when we were texting on the app and getting to know each other, he's mentioned, Oh, I have my son this weekend. And I was like, Whoa, 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 what? Like you didn't say this in your bio. And I remember going back and looking back at it and I was like, Oh, I totally misread that. It said like father to a son, and my dog Drake. And I was like, all right, Shay, we got to read better. <laughs> but it didn't, it didn't scare me. Like kind of like what you said with, oh, it didn't scare you. I, I was more of like, whoa, you didn't say something about this, but then I was wrong. Um, but it didn't scare me. I just kind of kept going with it. And I, the thing was different with you is I love, I've always loved kids. I've always babysat. I've always worked with kids. I taught swimming. I did like theater programs with kids. So kids was always something that I've loved being around. So it, it didn't scare me initially. I've never dated someone with a kid. So I didn't know how that would even work. And my best friend from high school had a, a child at age nine, when we were 19 and split custody with, with the dad. So I kind of understood the dynamic from that, but I was like, I don't even know what to do, but, uh, I kept going along with it and then we went on dates and then I met you for the first time and then kind of like the rest is history and we bonded from that first day E and I and I knew that this was something that I could do and have fun with and just like what you said with oh he was easy going laid back just part of the pack and that's kind of how E was too and we went on adventures together and did all kinds of fun things together and the first day we went to the site, the first time I met him, we took him to the science center and he held my hand right off the bat. So I was like, all right, I got this. Like you're this in, is, I'm in. All right. So yeah, it's like, we kind of been talking about, it definitely takes a certain kind of person to keep going with it. And kids are fun. They're funny and they're fun 
and they're hard work too. They are super hard. So I have a question because I think this would be like interesting. Um, how many dates did you go on before you met E? And oh, did yes. Dave talk to you first? Like, when do you feel comfortable? Are you comfortable right now? Like, how did that go? Because for us, it was completely different. Yeah, you had, a, yeah, that's true. You guys had a different, I mean, you met, oh, right off the bat, basically. Right off the rip. Yeah, because we, we had spent like two and a half weeks talking, like texting nonstop. Yeah. But because of this situation where, you know, you know, Colby's here in Hawaii, like active duty military, like doesn't have family to like babysit for us to, you know, go on dates when we were first meeting. So our first time hanging out was at the beach with him. Yeah. And granted, there were like other, like my roommates were there and two of Colby's friends were there, you know, so it was like a group effort. You had a little um, buffer. Yeah. Yeah. But it definitely was different than like the typical, like, okay, go on a few dates and then discuss meeting, which I feel like is more like what happened with you guys. Totally. No, that's a good question. I'm glad you asked that. Um, Dave and I, let's see, we met in April and I think the first time I met E was I think in June. So two-ish months, two and a half-ish months, roughly, give or take, um, is the first time I met him. Like I, I said before, we took him to the Science Center in LA, and that was our first first meeting. And he had he was three when I met him, just like with you and O. Um, he was about to turn four because his birthday's in July. So it was right before his fourth birthday when I, I first met him. But um, it, we kind of, as far as conversations with Dave about meeting him for the first time, it wasn't so much of like, are you ready? Is this something you want to do? It was kind of, we've always talked like, yeah, when that day comes, when that day comes. And then it was just kind of like, well, how's this weekend? Like we can take him to the science center. And it was like, okay, sure, let's do it. So it kind of was just like an easy conversation that just kind of worked. And like, it just kind of worked. Like the day just planned itself in a way. It was never like, I need this amount of time before I introduce you to my child or I need this amount of time before I meet your child. There was never that conversation. It was more of just like, okay, let's, let's do it this weekend. Let's, you know, it had been about two, two and a half months. So I feel like that's a good amount of time. Definitely. And you guys were able to figure out like, okay, do you actually like Dave? Does Dave actually like you? Like, is it worth bringing E into the picture? Totally. And I feel like if totally. And if I, if I was in Dave's shoes, I would probably do the same thing. You don't want to introduce too quickly, but then you don't want to linger it out at the same time. So, um, I do know, and I'll, I'll have to ask you this too, after I finish what I'm about to say, but between Dave's divorce with his ex-wife and meeting me he had only date one other girl and she never met E and it was a really short kind of dating if you would say like (laughs) probably more like a rebound if I'm being honest but that's for him to say but uh so I felt honored that he was wanting me to meet him Mm -hmm. and I don't know about Colby but did Colby have did he have the same situation too? Or did he have other girls in between that had met O because of his situation? No. So Colby never was like, like actively dating anyone before we met. And like I said, like I was looking for friends. He was going through his uh, divorce at the time. 
So he was just looking for like friends. And that's like what we started off as for like the first like month, honestly. And I think that's why, you know, there was so much comfortability bringing O around because it was always in like a group setting. And um, then after a certain point, it was like, wait, like I'm starting to like this person. And that was like a mutual feeling. Um, so no, like in between me and his ex-wife, um, there was no like active dating or anything. Like there was one other person that he was like hanging out with, but it just never went anywhere because right. of my culture. <laughs> yeah, no, totally. I, I, I totally get it. I totally get it. I was going to say yeah. something. Now I don't remember what I was going to say. <laughs> I keep losing my train of thought. I'm so bad at this. Yeah. Bear with us, guys. It's our first one. <laughs> it's um, okay. We'll get better. Um, well, I feel like it's hard because we just have so much to talk about. You know, so it's really easy for us to go do. off like, tangents for things and then try to circle back and be like, wait, what were we talking about? I know. I hope you guys are able to follow along with what we're saying. I mean, Melissa and I, like we said, we've known each other for 11 years. So we tend to go on tangents and then circle back, but I hope you guys kind of understand what we're saying and (laughs) we'll be able to dissect more of these things in like their own separate episodes, you know, like, um, what was it like telling our family and friends that we were dating someone? Yes, totally. that's a huge thing. I think even meeting the bio moms for the first time yeah. is something we should definitely talk about and disciplining the kids for the first time and, and moving in with as a family mm-hmm. and then yeah. us getting like, there's so much we can talk yeah, about. Mary, yes, totally. And <laughs> yes, there's, and I hope, I hope that we could bring that awareness to everybody and that we can be a resource for those who are in similar situations as we are when we started out. And luckily we had each other and not everybody mm-hmm. has that. So, um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And when I think too, just, you know, even if you don't have anyone like active, like in your life, who is going through this or who has gone through this. Um, we hope that we can be like that resource and be, be there to help, you know, normalize it. You know, I didn't realize like prior to me, you know, being in this situation, I didn't realize how common it was. Like, it's so common. Like Dave and Colby have like very, very similar stories as to like how they ended up you know, divorced. Totally. Um, and the more I talk to people and, you know, like briefly explain, like, oh, this, this is like my situation. They're able to like open up to like, oh, actually like I'm going through that or that's yes. how me and my current husband met or me and my current wife met. Um, even down to people you work with, like, I feel like the stories are just becoming more and more common. It is another goal of this too. Like, you know, what once was like a taboo topic, you know, this is like real life now. Like it is becoming so much more normal and we want to be that resource where if you don't know anyone personally, like you can listen to us and reach out to us and, and we can kind of like guide you through on like your experience and, you know, help you decide like, is this right for me? Is this not right for me? Are my feelings normal? (laughs) Yeah. Absolutely. And I, and like you said, we want to bring awareness to it and make it more known that it's more normal than ever. And to not be ashamed to be a quote unquote step parent, but Melissa and I like to say bonus parent. Um, and 
it's okay to accept that and it's okay to be proud of it and to erase the stereotypes that because you are a bonus parent that the child comes from a broken home when that's not true. Like he can still, he or she can still have a loving home no matter which household he's in. Just because he goes back and, or she, sorry, I keep saying he, cause Melissa and I both have boys, but um, if he or she is going back and forth between two houses, that's okay. There's no such, I don't think there's su- such a thing as a broken home because at the end of the day, as long as that child is loved and cared for and is growing and learning to be a better person, then that's all that matters. Definitely. Definitely. And I mean, it doesn't even have to be families who are like divorced or like single parents. You know, you can have an intact family where like grandma and grandpa are the ones, you know, doing a lot of the raising because mom and dad have careers and they're gone a lot or aunt and uncle Mm -hmm. or brother and sister, you know, like it isn't just isolated to like divorce or a single parent. You know, you totally. can have these situations where like a child is cared for, like they, they say it takes a village and it truly does. It truly does. And to your point, like, as long as there's like love and that child feels support, um, that's the most important. Yeah. And, and if we recognize it, like, it's not like that for everyone. Um, yes, it is. Yes. It's not like that for everyone. And some people do have it harder than others. And I, I do have to say, I, I feel like you and I are very blessed in our situations. And I know that there could be worse situations out there, not Mm -hmm. saying that it's all glamorous because it's not, (laughs) we may be blessed and lucky, but we've had our hardships as well, but we hope that this could be something for anyone out there that needs guidance is really at the end of the day, what it is. Definitely. I agree. Something else we want to do is our moms, we want to call it like our highs and lows of the week, but we want to call it mom fails and mom wins. <laughs> yes. I th- I feel like we should end every episode with this because it could be funny. <laughs> I agree. Do you um, have your mom win or your mom fail, Melissa? Let me think. Oh man, I have listening ears over here. So <laughs> the, the fail... Um, the fail I'm going to have to circle back to. That's fine. Uh, let's see. Uh, yeah, he's making faces at me right now. Like, Hi, is it Colby or, or O? It's O. Hi, O. He's like, hi. <laughs> That's fine. We could circle back to it. Um, yeah, because my fail has to do with, you know, those like mystical creatures that come around. Oh, yes, yes, December yes. time. You know um, what? I think I'd have to circle back to my fail as well, because I'm on that same page. You and I talked about this on the phone the other day. Yep. Um, but let's see, I think my win. Oh, man, that's hard too, because you like get like so in a routine where it's like, oh, no, I was just doing my job. Um, oh, you know what I'm going to go with, um, it didn't happen like this week specifically. It actually happened like a week and a half ago. We were out to dinner and I am like totally tooting my own horn here and that's okay. Like you have to. That's why it's a mom win. (laughs) 
well if, and then it like makes it all like worth it you know on those like really hard days um but we were out to eat at a restaurant and we get this often um but because of covid and everything like we haven't been going out to eat as much so like we haven't heard it in a while just we probably go out to eat like once or twice a month at this point whereas before we'd be out like twice a week totally. you know um so we were at a restaurant up on North Shore and the waiter came over and just like gave a like this huge compliment like you are like the best behaved little boy Aww. I've seen in here in such a long time and your manners are so great like keep it up and like that obviously made him feel so good which then made me feel so good and so we we had a conversation about that like this is why dad and I are like hard on you sometimes. Like you yes. always say thank you. You always say please. And just um, to get that type of feedback, like didn't that feel good? And he was like so happy and so excited. He's like, yeah. And he, you know, then he just like went on his rant. Like I'm not crying like that kid over there. <laughs> you know? Oh, no, but it's true though. Like they need that reassurance at the end of the day. And then at the end of the day, it also makes you as a parent know you're do you are doing something right. Right. And, you know, cause you'd ever want to be in a restaurant and be like, Oh, there's another kid coming in. Yeah. I think that's every parent's like worst nightmare is to not, to not have that child. <laughs> right. And like I was mentioning before, like he's just like our best friend that tags along everywhere with us. Yeah. You know, doesn't feel like there's a child in tow. So we go to restaurants that like maybe aren't like 100% like great for kids. Like we were at a steakhouse and, you know, you see them there from time to time, but it isn't like a family dining experience. Um, so it felt really good to have that. And it just gives us that much more power to like reinforce it with him later. Like, hey, remember when our waiter said this, like, didn't that feel good? You yes. know, don't you want to continue to be that little boy? It's um, a learning experience for everyone. Yeah. So that's probably like my win, just like seeing how like happy it made him. And, and it like came full circle, like, okay, this is why they're always nagging me to use my manner. So, no, totally. I agree. <laughs> I completely agree. Oh, geez. Do you have a win? I've been sitting here trying to think and I may have to say the photo shoot incident. I was just going to say, if you were like, oh, I don't know what mine is. And like, Hello. What just happened? No, I know this is, this is huge. My fail, my fail is we'll circle back to our fail maybe next week, but um, <laughs> we'll do a yeah. double fail next week when there's no listening ears, but my fail definitely is the same as yours. But my win is uh, this past weekend, we did family photos with Dave's side of the family. So all my in-laws. Dave has a brother um, and sister-in-law, nephew, and we're really close with all of them. So it was what, the eight of us, nine of us, however many there are of us. And at one point during the photo shoot, we moved off to the side and he goes, I'm going to go stand next to my mommy. And he comes and stand next to me. And my heart just like, just melted. Like I wanted to like almost cry up almost. And then later on, my nephew came up to me and gave me like a big hug and he kind of saw it and he shifted over and got a little jealous and was like, no, that's my mommy. That's my mommy. Get off my mommy. That's my, like in a joking way, not in a mean way. And it just like solidified everything that I've been doing for this boy for the past four years or however long it's been. And I've never had that conversation with him to call me mom. I, I've never forced it. I've never pushed it. If that's what he wants to call me, by all means, I'll accept it. I'll take it. 
he's referred to me as mommy when he's talking to our dogs, like saying, go to mommy or go to mama, go to, as a reference. But for him to actually call me that meant the world because I know that he does see me as a mom and not just daddy's wife or my stepmom or bonus mom or whatever that he does see me as an actual mom to him and that's probably one of the greatest feelings in the world that I'll never forget yeah and like everybody else can tell you like no but you are but you are and you're like okay thanks like I'm not I'm not looking for that from you necessarily. You know, it's like totally. hearing it from them it just like solidifies it. And like, it's great to have people like around you, like building you up, like, no, you are, you are. But then for like the one person who like, it really matters to matters them, too. Say, like that just is like, okay, I'm, I'm doing my job. Totally. Anyway. Totally. And I, and I talked to you about this, like, it's not anything I'm going to enforce him and I had a brief little conversation in our little journal. We do a, a mom and, and son journal together. And we talked about it in the journal and, and that was it. All I said was, thank you for calling me that. It made me feel good. It made me feel loved. And I love you. And you're my son, no matter what. And then he called me mommy one more time after that. And if he wants to keep calling me that by all means, go for it. If he wants to keep calling me Shay, that's fine too. Cause at the end of the day, it doesn't matter because he knows that I love him. And I know that he loves me but whatever he wants to call me, that's fine. But knowing that he does see me as mom is what makes everything totally worth it. Definitely. And I feel like that's another episode in and of itself, like the importance of like not pushing it, whether yes. it's like you pushing it or dad or grandparents or aunts, uncles, like nobody should be pushing it. It needs to be. No like one should be pushing it. It needs to be authentic because that yeah. if once it comes from the authenticity, then that shows the bond and the relationship is true and it's meaningful right. instead and of that being something forced. that's not prompted. Correct. Exactly. Cause that's, and that's no fun when you're being forced into calling someone mom or dad that you don't want to call mom or dad. Right. So, and you know, it's, it's coming out of place of love from him too. Cause he's choosing to do it on his own. And I mean, these boys are seven and kids are smart. They see things, they hear things. They're fully aware of everything that goes on. And it's, it's harder as they get older. Cause we got to be more careful as to what we say around them. Oh my gosh. Yes. I mean, I think that can be like another episode in and of itself too. Like going from like just meeting them. I met, oh, yeah. right he was three you know, just turned three, you met you and he had just, oh no, just before he turned four. Just turned, yeah. Um, you know, so to see that growth and like their awareness of what you're talking about from that age to where you are now, like you really cannot have the same conversations. No, not no. at all. Not at all. Well, we hope you guys liked our first episode and we hope you'll continue listening from here on out. I promise we will get better. <laughs> Practice makes perfect. But stick around for next week's episode and future ones and check us out on our Instagram, Second Wife Life. Wait, what was it? Second, I can't even talk. There's periods in between there. So second.wife.life. Yes. So, so that's on our Instagram. So check that out. We'll be posting there too. And hopefully we'll see you next week. Bye guys. Bye.